We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Raptors Nation? Luca here back with the Raptors Nation podcast. Hope you're all doing well. The Toronto Raptors begin their season with a W. Wouldn't have it any other way. And in today's pod, we're going to be talking about the Raptors' first win of the season. More in depth, we're going to be taking a look at Dennis Schroeder and his impressive debut with the Raptors. And then finally, talk about Scotty Barnes' defensive impact because boy, oh boy, can he be ever so scary on that end of the court. Before we dive right into it, please do me a solid. Hit a like on the video. It helps it a ton. And please subscribe to the channel for more content just like this as the Raptors Nation podcast comes to you every single Thursday as we talk about the week that was. But obviously, this is going to be a very special edition of the pod because the Raptors played on Wednesday. So whenever we get a game that falls on Wednesday, which will be quite a bit this season, we'll do more of a designated show towards the game that just happened. Just makes more sense. But also, you know, looking back at the week that was. So if you are listening to this, by the way, on Apple iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review because it does help it a ton. But without further ado, let's get into this thing. The Raptors beat the Timberwolves. And they tame the T-Wolves as the Raptors' defense in this one, first and foremost, really impressed me. Now, I want to start by saying this. I didn't, I wasn't concerned about the Raptors' defense coming into the season. I thought it was going to be really good because you look at the Raptors' personnel. They got a lot of very solid defenders. So when it came to their defense, I didn't have much concern. And when you look at what this defense is capable of doing, like they have a chance of being one of the top defenses in the NBA. You look at the job the Raptors did, particularly on um, Anthony Edwards. I mean, Anthony Edwards, he did score 26 points, but it took him 27 shots to get there. He was 8 of 27 from the field. He struggled in this one. And, you know, you got to credit the job that Ojin and Obi. So Anthony Edwards, when guarded by Ojin and Obi, 1 of 10 from the field, 10%. And then when Carl Anthony Towns was guarded by Scotty Barnes, 
he was two of nine from the field, 22%. And speaking of Towns, he did not have a good game as well. He shot an eight of 25 from the field. So those are the two best Timberwolves players. The Raptors did a good job of containing them. And Minnesota just couldn't get anything going. Like I said, they very much struggled from the field. And when the Raptors needed to buckle down defensively, especially in that second half, in the fourth quarter to close this one out, they did just that. And this defense has a chance of being really, really good. And, and Scotty Barnes actually said this. This is courtesy of Eric Kareen. Um, Scotty Barnes on his de defense, he said, we should be top five with all of these guys with long ass arms. Quite the quote. But I mean, he's not lying. You look at the Raptors. They're a big team. They're a long team. You know, they're able to disrupt you. They're able to make you uncomfortable. And I'm telling you, I, I was watching this Timberwolves team, and this is not a bad team. Like, this is supposed to be a team that is looking to take the next step. And the Raptors made them look pretty mediocre. And again, they could not get anything going. A lot of these T-Wolves players. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. They struggle from the field. I mean, all of them struggle from the field. The only guy, really, who, who shot it better, or at least 50%, was Rudy Gobert, 6-12. Outside of Rudy, everybody was struggling to get a shot down for Minnesota. So you got to credit the defensive effort that the Raptors had in this game. Their energy, I thought, was really good. Obviously, there's going to be some things to clean up on. You know, the turnovers, the little mistakes. But if this defense can be one of the Raptors' calling cards going into this season, I think that's going to be a huge thing that they can fall back on. Because this was a game in which the Raptors got poor shooting nights from Pascal Siakam, Scotty Barnes. Their bench was a non-factor. And the Raptors were still e able to sneak out a win against, like I said, a pretty solid Timberwolves team to begin their season. I know the Timberwolves haven't won in Toronto for what feels like forever, but still, this was a game that could have gotten out of hand, but the Raptors stayed right there. So that's on defense. Let's talk about offensively. This Raptors team, like I said, they did not have the best of nights when it came to shooting the basketball. Once again, got off to a slow start, couldn't hit a shot in that first quarter. Pascal Siakam struggled from the field, was 3 of 5 from deep. And then Scotty Barnes, he struggled from the field as well. 6 of 16 from the field, 1 of 4 from 3. But what separates these guys from most is even when they're not getting their shots to fall, they impact the game in so many other ways. So you look at Siakam, still able to get 6 assists, 7 rebounds. Like I said, he was able to hit that 3 ball. And Scotty Barnes, I mean, he stuffed the stat sheet. He did finish with 17, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, 
two steals, and then what really jumps out to you, the five block shots. Scotty Barnes, five blocks. This is a sign of things to come. Scotty Barnes, we talk about the leap that he's going to make offensively, especially if he gets that shot to fall consistently. Shot wasn't there in game one. You live with that. But I think you're always going to get a great defensive effort from Scotty Barnes through and through. And we saw it in this game. And there's a reason why Darko Ryakovich gave him super high praise the other day, saying that he believes one day Scotty Barnes can become the defensive player of the year. Scotty Barnes has so much untapped potential on that side, such a high defensive ceiling that when he's dialed in, he is a nightmare on that end. I mean, who the hell is going to want to go at Scotty? And we saw him disrupt a Carl Anthony Towns. Scott, OJ and Obi is going to get the other team's best player. But Scotty Barnes is also going to be asked to guard that other team's big. And I mean, you know, if that other team's big, so happens to be one of their best players. Scotty Barnes did a great job of containing a, Car a Carl Anthony Towns. And I think Scotty Barnes is going to continue to really dial in on that end. So it was great to see Scotty Barnes in 37 minutes of action put together this stat line. Again, that shot wasn't falling. He did that four turnovers. But he can do so many other things that even if he doesn't get a shot to fall, he's going to have a big impact in games. Now, let's talk about guys who really shoulder the offensive load in this one. I thought Ojin Anobi was incredibly solid in this one. 20 points, 6 rebounds, 7 to 13 from the field, 4 and 9 from 3. If Ojin Anobi doesn't show up in the first half, as he did, this game probably gets away from the Raptors. Like, OG Ananobi did a good job of hitting shots when it seemed like nobody was able to get a shot to fall. And this is what I'm looking at when it comes to OG Ananobi. I want to see OG Ananobi get his offense going and increase that scoring average. Another guy who really, really impressed, and we're going to get to it in a minute here in more detail, Dennis Schroeder. I gave him the game ball in my post-game live last night. Go check it out if you haven't already. 22 points, 8 of 17 from the field, 4 of 8 from 3. Who said Dennis Schroeder can't hit the 3? 7 assists. Like, Dennis Schroeder, if he gives you this consistently on offense, man, oh, man, did the Raptors ever get a sweet deal in him? And then when you look at the Raptors' bench, it wasn't good. Achua, I mean, he was good early with OG. I thought OG and Achua really carried that load. Like I said, if you know OG's not hitting his shots, Achua doesn't come in with his high energy on both ends. This game could have maybe gotten away from the Raptors. So Achua did have eight points, uh, four and nine from the field, did most of his damage in the first half. But outside of Achua, yeah, the bench didn't really get going at all. Uh, McDaniels, goose egg, Flynn only had three points. He continues to struggle, four personal fouls. You want to see Flynn really get it right here. You know, he's been anointed as the team's backup point guard. So that should definitely motivate him with his new role going into the season. Gary Trent Jr., we expect him to be much better than this. Two of eight, one of four from three. And then the biggest surprise from off the bench, we all thought the 10th guy was going to be Chris Boucher when we saw the first four guys check in from off the bench. But Grady Dick ends up being the Raptors' uh, 10th guy. And he only got two minutes. So it's not like Grady Dick got a whole ton of minutes, but very interesting with the decision. And, you know, apparently Darko talked to Boucher and he was the ultimate professional about it and he said you know he was going to do what he did but you know we're going to see where this leaves Chris Boucher in the rotation and as we get closer I know we're so far away from even like talking about this but you know could Chris Boucher be a guy on the trading block when we get to that time because 
we're going to see if it was just a matter of, you know, the Raptors not wanting to use Boucher when going up against, you know, these twin towers. And, but at the same time, I mean, you look at Boucher, he's been such a staple of this Raptors second unit, high energy guy, able to do it on both ends. You know, you could use his length when going up against a big team like Minnesota. But the fact of the matter is Boucher, not on the rotation. So that's going to be something that I'm looking forward to, uh, to seeing how it plays out, especially as the Raptors have their first back-to-back of the season Friday into Saturday. So, yeah, that was um, very interesting, to say the least. Uh, Raptors got all rebounded, which was expected. Like I said, it didn't shoot the ball well, but they shot it better than Minnesota, which was the difference. Got to the free throw line 16 times, made it 11. And then what continues to be a positive is the ball movement looks sharp. 27 assists on 36 made field goals. You just hope that continues because, as I said at the beginning, I have I have no worries about this team's defense. I think this defense is going to be good. You know, limiting Minnesota to under 100, that is solid. It's going to be this team's offense. If the offense can get it going, the Raptors are going to be just fine. And then the last thing I want to say here when looking at this game recap Darko Ryakovich, man. I don't know if you guys saw the video. You probably have, but great job by Open Gym getting in there. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. Darko Ryakovich celebrating with the guy, saying, let's effing go. I mean, can we just appreciate this man's energy, what he brings to this team? Like, Darko Ryakovich single-handedly has restored the vibes on this squad. Like, he is, like, one of the players. Like, how pumped is he that he gets this win, first career win as a head coach, and he gets to celebrate with his teammates? And you can just tell from the players' reactions that they admire this guy. They respect the hell out of Darko, and it's a mutual thing, and it's evident. So I really love what I've seen from the continuity and the team chemistry, even beyond the win, the numbers, the defense, all that. Just the body language, the continuity, the team chemistry, like it's there, and you see it. So it's such a great thing to see, and I'm a huge Ryakovich guy, and the Raptors might have found a hidden gem in Ryakovich as he gets his first career win. And he's been in the NBA since 2014, but of course, first head coaching gig, and he gets the win in his first game. You know, he's on cloud nine right now. So the Raptors, they get the win, and uh, they will take on the uh, Chicago Bulls, which is a team that looks like to be a mess right now on Friday. And then the big one, they have Nick Nurse and the Sixers on Saturday. That's going to be a fun one. Okay, so I didn't really get into Dennis Schroeder as much as I did because I wanted to save it for now. So Dennis Schroeder, I cannot 
tell you how happy I am with his performance and how much I think he's going to be a difference maker for this team. I said it on my personal channel. I made a take this offseason, which I feel pretty good about. I said that the move for Dennis Schroeder is a potentially genius one. And what I mean by that is you look at the Raptors situation in the offseason, right? Okay. They mishandled it in a sense because you didn't get anything back directly for Fred Van Vliet. And, you know, you could have maybe traded him, even though it didn't seem like there was a whole ton you could get back. But you're going to look past the mishandling of it. We're way past that point. When you look at how the Raptors handled the situation, we're going to one day, I think, look back at it in terms of being a genius move where the Raptors don't get desperate. They don't try to overpay to bring back Fred Van Vliet because obviously he got the bag in Houston. And then they go in a cheaper option of bringing in Dennis Schroeder for two years, $26 million. A guy who is more of a traditional point guard in the sense and is somebody who I think is the perfect fit to this Raptors personnel. And we've seen it already. You know, you look at Dennis Schroeder, he can do a lot of things well. And I mean, when was the last time the Raptors had a point guard with his quickness? Speed kills. Michael Grange said it. You probably got to go back to TJ Ford. The last time the Raptors had a, a point guard with this true speed. And we saw Dennis Schroeder blowing by defenders, getting to the rim with ease. And that speed had just been such a, a, a breath of fresh air. And then you look at Schroeder, the seven assists, had 11 if you want to go back to the preseason. This is a guy who looks to get his teammates involved. And he's not going to be afraid to defer. He understands his role. This is not Team Germany. He's not going to be the main focal point of the offense. But funny enough, he ends up being the leading scorer of the night. But I think this is more about Schroeder's going to have nights like this, which is just a bonus. Not only is he going to do things well of, you know, using his quickness, getting his teammates involved, holding his own defensively, which I think is an underrated part of his game. But then he's capable of breaking out offensively. 33 minutes, 8 of 17 from the field, 4 of 8 from 3. And this is somebody who, you know, was expected to struggle mightily with his shot, particularly from three. Can Dennis Schroeder have a breakout season, especially on the offensive end? Because I tell you, if he can be consistent with his offense and we know what else he's going to bring, the Raptors have a real bargain here for Dennis Schroeder. And we're going to look back at this as being just a genius move that the Raptors made over time. Of bringing in Schroeder for what they did, for the for as much as they did, and him just gelling so nicely with this team. And you can tell that he's got good relationships. He's smiling. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash blue wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. 
always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. You know, he's got a really good relationship with Darko. Obviously, he spent some time with Darko when Darko was one of the assistants for OKC. And this is big for Schroeder because this is a guy who came off the bench last season. He hasn't started in a while. And he is indeed the starting point guard on opening night. He will remain the starter. And I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I had my, you know, doubts going back and forth because obviously, like, we didn't know what Schroeder's role was going to be. It was even teased that Barnes maybe was gonna start at point guard with Gary Trent Jr. beside him. But I'm glad that it ended up being like this with Schroeder being this team's point guard because I think he can continue to do a solid job. So I really liked what I've seen from Schroeder from the preseason to now. And Schroeder must be on cloud nine because he's had such a nice offseason, you know, getting the new contract, winning gold. And I wouldn't sleep on Dennis Schroeder having a potential breakout season. And I think we're going to look back at the offseason as Dennis Schroeder being one of the biggest, you know, hidden gem signings and the Raptors being on the good end of that. So Dennis Schroeder. You hope he can continue to give you nights like this. And even if he doesn't, you know, shoot the ball as well as he did, like I said, he can still do the other things well, which I think is just going to make him a good fit with this Raptors team. I mean, you don't need Dennis Schroeder to drop 22 a game. If he does, that's bonus because you hope, you know, Siakam and Barnes can have much better outings from the field. But hey, Dennis Schroeder, he's capable of getting hot and capable of getting it going. And it was really nice to see that three ball get down. Because that is something that he has struggled with. And if that three ball starts to fall with consistency with Schroeder, man, oh man, the Raptors are going to be in a good position. So I am happy from what I've seen with Schroeder. And then to put the bow on this show, we are going to end with Scotty Barnes, his defensive impact. So Scotty Barnes, like I said, Darko Ryakovic said that he thinks he can one day be a defensive player of the year. And when you look at Scotty Barnes and his impact defensively, I mean, it is just great to see. Scotty Barnes, he's got great length. He's able to, you know, guard so many positions. We saw it in that preseason game against the Bulls, you know, guarding everybody from center to point guard. He's so versatile. And having a guy like that is so valuable to your team because if you need somebody to bang down low, you know, guard a big, Scotty can do that. If you need... Uh, a guy who's going to, you know, keep up with the guards and try to contain them. Scotty can do that as well. And the five block shots, I mean, that is something special. And it's funny. I mean, it's only one, uh, one game, but I mean, Scotty Barnes is probably in the lead for defensive player of the year after one game, just with what we saw. Like five block shots, truly, truly amazing stuff. And, you know, Darko Ryakovich said that he's going to do whatever it takes to get Scotty there. And I love this bond between them because Darko knows how talented Scotty Barnes is. And he's going to work with him to get the most out of Scotty. And, you know, when you look at the Raptors' backbone, like I just said, I think it's going to be their defense. Ojin Anobi, we know he's the ultimate 3 and D guy. He's going to give it his all. He's always going to be a nightmare defensively. But now if Scotty can emerge as a second nightmare defender for the Raptors, like that is just going to cause havoc for opposing teams. When you, you know, look at Barnes's potential, 
when you look at his defensive ceiling, it is just something that is exciting if you're a Raptors fan. So overall, you know, Scotty Barnes didn't get it going with a shot, but the dude was still able to finish with 17. And like I said, you live with this. If Barnes doesn't get it going offensively, has nights like this, but he's a consistent staple on defense and he always brings it on that end. And I think that's something that he's going to hang his hat on. I think it doesn't matter if Barnes has a terrible shooting night, even worse than the one that he had on opening night. He's going to always bring his A game when it comes to his defense. And that's all you can ask for. So I was really impressed overall with the Raptors defense. I was impressed with what OG was able to do. Barnes was able to do. And I think this is just telling of the Raptors, you know, exceeding, potentially exceeding expectations this season. And this team just being rejuvenated, it seems, with these small changes that they made. And I mean, they could be deemed small, but in essence, they could be deemed large. And is Darko Ryakovich the guy, the savior of this Raptors situation of not only getting the most out of this current team, out of the young guys like a Precious Achua, Scotty Barnes, Ojin Anobi, but is he the guy that puts the Raptors back on the map in, re in relevancy? I mean, so far, the Raptors have not lost the game, going back to the preseason. Like this team, yeah, you know, they could look better. They haven't looked amazing but they've looked good enough and you know, you just hope that they can keep this going and they can get off to a good start. And the Raptors will have a chance to get off to a good start here because you look at their next three games, they're all winnable Friday night against Chicago. Chicago's dysfunctional. There's already problems in the locker room after the first game of the season. Then you have Philly at home on Saturday. Philly's dealing with their own drama with James Harden, apparently revoking his access to the team plane. So they're not going to have him. They're going to be dealing with that. Nick Nurse already has a fiery situation to deal with. And then Monday, you're taking on the Portland Trailblazers, who expect to be one of the bottom teams. Super talented, but they're years away from competing. So, like, those are three excellent chances at wins. And, I mean, you look at the Raptors here. They already got one under their belt. I thought this was the toughest one of their first couple games of the season but you get this one i mean three and one there i say a four and oh not out of the realm of possibilities don't want to get too ahead of myself but these next couple of games very winnable for the raptors especially if they bring it defensively and set the tone on that end so we will see how the raptors look over the course of these next couple of games but that is going to conclude today's show just wanted to Run down some of the key points from the Raptors opening night. Obviously, nothing like opening night. Raptors basketball is officially back, and it's great to see. But Raptors Nation, what were your takeaways from the Raptors' first win? What are you most looking forward to seeing from here on out? Let me know your thoughts down below. Hit a like on the video. Subscribe to the channel if you are watching this pod on YouTube. And again, if you are listening to this on Apple iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review. It is greatly appreciated. That is it for me. This is Lucas signing off. Thank you so much for watching. Until next time. Stay safe. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.